Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Google, what should you do for your business or ministry? Today we're talking about marketing. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you thrive, remember the Lord your God who gives you this ability to do well and be an agent of transformation in your family, in your community, in your city. I'm Bold Carey, your host for this show, Thrive 1110. And you can catch up on previous episodes by going on the chri.ca website or thrive1110.ca. And while you're there, say hi so I know you are listening. Um, you can also catch up on um, Thrive 1110 um, by going um, through the typical, like traditional podcast um, venues like Spotify or Apple Podcast, etc., so today we are talking about marketing, and I have a sense we will um, camp on this subject, marketing and sales, uh, for a few weeks, but let's get starting today. When people think of marketing, they generally think of social media, and, and, and I'm sure when I say marketing, that's what comes to your mind. Um, and you hear many things, like you have to do Facebook, you have to do Instagram, Google Ads, LinkedIn, TikTok, you have to be on TikTok today, otherwise you're not really doing it. YouTube, how about YouTube? Um, and uh, yeah, don't forget, you have to build your list, your email list. So you have to build your list in order to do email marketing, PPC, that's pay-per-click advertising. You have to write blogs and pay attention to SEO, that's search engine optimization. Name it, I'm already tired. Let me catch my breath a bit. I'm already tired naming all of these things, and I'm sure I didn't list everything that is out there. Now, I want to suggest that all of these things, all of these marketing tactics, even though they are not bad in themselves, I don't think they are bad in themselves, could end up being a waste of time and a waste of money for you and actually lead you into deeper confusion as to what you should do. Because there's so much noise. There's so many things that everybody is doing, every guru is teaching, that if you don't pay attention, you'll end up wasting time and money and end up more confused than ever. Um, I think that with marketing, you need a marketing plan. Uh, last week, we started talking about um, how to start and grow a business in a healthy way. And I went through parts of the plane to highlight um, what these parts of a plane actually correspond to for your business. And very quickly, uh, I talked about the cockpit, which is your leadership management. I talked about the wings of the plane. That's your product, service, whatever you're offering. The right engine, and that's marketing. Uh, um, and the left engine, that's sales. So if you have products, if you don't have the engines firing up correctly, both marketing, both the right and the left, marketing and sales, you won't get you won't, you won't have thrust and the plane won't fly so beyond that you have the body of the plane that's your overflow everything that you're spending that is not getting you money back that's your overflow if um your plane is oversized is if the body of a plane is oversized 
compared to the wings, compared to the engine, it's not going to fly. So, um, and then we talked about the fuel tanks, uh, which um, basically represent your cash flow, your your money management in your business, etc. So, if you want to re-listen to that again, go back thrive1110.ca um, or chri.ca, and you will um, have a fuller picture of uh, of these uh, six parts of the plane. Now, I'm camping on marketing slash sales these coming weeks because there's a lot to talk um, in that in that sense. So I was saying you need to have a marketing plan that works for you. Um, and in that marketing plan, some of these tactics could be involved, but you need to start a plan. These tax- tactics that I talked about, uh, which made me catch my breath. So some of them could be included in your marketing plan, but you need to start with a plan. Yes, because if you if you... You don't want to just jump into Facebook or Google Ads because everybody is doing it. Everybody is not you, and you are not everybody. Now, imagine yourself trying to to use these tactics you've heard of, like which again, um, in themselves are not bad. But uh, you just start doing Facebook like everybody else, like everybody is supposedly doing uh, Facebook with, with 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 some success, or Instagram, or TikTok, or Google Ads, whatever you want. Um, you start. You just jump and start using some of these marketing tactics that supposedly work to bring you clients or donors or whatever you are. Your bottom line is, um, um, depending on if you're a business, a charity, a nonprofit, etc. So maybe you're using some of those tactics right now. Social media posts, for example, or social uh, social media media ads, because you've heard. That that's what you need to do because everybody is on social media and every business or ministry has at least one social media page. So you're investing time. Maybe you're not paying someone to do that and you're doing that yourself. So it's time and time is money. So you're investing time and money into those tactics. And then a year later, I can I can tell you, if that's how you go about it without a plan, I can really tell you that at best, let's start with at worst. At worst, you, you'll find yourself in a place where you feel you've lost money and you've lost time and it didn't work for you the way you expected. And the worst part is you can't even articulate why. So if you're just jumping in and doing these marketing tactics without first sitting and having a plan that is fit for you, you may end up at, at worst in a year not having um, um, seen any good results from all what you've been doing, and worse, not being able to articulate why it didn't get the results you got. Because remember, supposedly everybody's doing that, and it's and it works. So uh, at worst, you end up in a year from now, wasted money, time, uh, and no results, and you can't say why. And, or at best... At best, if you do that and you jump in and start doing these things without a plan, and maybe you've been doing that for years, you could be in a place where um, you see some results. You see that the collective efforts um, that you're putting into marketing uh, or all the money that you're throwing in at marketing stuff um, bring in some level of results, but you actually can't pinpoint what it is in all of what you're doing uh, that brings you those results. What it is, if we think of the the 2080 Pareto rule, meaning 
um, 80% of the results are caused by 20% of the causes or vice versa. Um, 80% of what you do, uh, of of some things just produce 20 I won't get you lost in into the Pareto effect. But the point here is you want to know, you want to know what it is, even if you saw some results. And even if you've been doing that for a long time, been doing some of these marketing tactics, you want to know what exactly in all what you're doing, in all the money you're investing, which is bringing you the best results. And why? So you can optimize. Because if you don't, you can't optimize it. Which means, chances are, if you've been doing this, or if you think of just starting and, and, and running, running up with, with, with uh, tactics without a plan, chances are you'd be wasting money or time on a bunch of things without really knowing which specific things to double down on because you know that's what um, uh, generates you the best return on investment. Or, or which ones to simply stop because it's yes, it might be generating something for you, but but not as you'd as you'd hope. So uh, you want to stop wasting time and money on those things that are really trivial, don't really bring that much of a result, and double down on the stuff that work. But if you don't have a plan, you can't do that. That's why you need a plan so you can actually measure and know the things that work for you and your organization, whether you're a business, a charity, a nonprofit, ministry, whatever. And so you can understand what the dollars and the time you invest in marketing generate back to you. That is your return on investment. So whether you invest time or money doing marketing stuff, let me ask you this. If I asked you right now, which marketing efforts, which of your marketing efforts or tactics, which one out of all the ones you're using right now are getting you more effectively to your bottom line? I'm not saying getting you more conversations, getting you more likes, more views, more whatever. I'm saying which ones are really getting you more effectively to the bottom line? Having a, a following on social media is not a bottom line. Having people like your comments is not a bottom line. Um, and that bottom line can be different for every organization, for every business, ministry, charity, church, etc. So what is your bottom line? And by bottom line, I'm not necessarily meaning money. It could be money. There's nothing wrong with that. But which one of these marketing efforts are really bringing you effectively um, to your bottom line? Can you tell me that if I ask you that question today? I mean, don't just reply if we're having a conversation face-to-face. Don't just tell me, yeah, um, uh, it's this specific thing that I'm doing, which is probably what is bringing me um, um, more effectively, more efficiently to my bottom line. No, that's not the type of, of response I would be expecting. But can you tell me which marketing effort, which marketing tactic, strategy, whatever you want to call it, is bringing you more effectively, more efficiently to your bottom line? And can you back it up? Can you back it up? Because somehow you've figured out a way to measure that. Somehow you've figured out a way to assess that. 
and you can determine that um, uh, tactic A and tactic B or tactic C is really the one bringing me um, more effectively to my bottom line and I want to double down on that and and downplay tactics um, D, E, F, whatever I may be using, which may be giving me some results or not. Uh, but if you're not doing marketing within a framework, within a plan, a strategy, and just wait, putting time and, and, and some money into a whole bunch of things here and there, you can't give me that specific answer, which means somewhere you're wasting money and you're wasting time. Um, I think at this point it would help if I if I dove more into what um what I would define marketing to be. Uh, I want to give a practical definition of marketing. Um, so I would, I would say I would say this: marketing is about letting people know what you have to offer in a way they will pay attention. Marketing is about letting people know what you have to offer in a way they will pay attention. And um, so that's a definition that I came up with, and I can put it a different way. Marketing is about communicating to the right people, meaning those you are called to serve or impact. So it's about communicating to these people how you can help them with their needs, their wants or aspirations in a way that makes it difficult for them to ignore. It's about communicating to the right people, meaning those you are called to serve and impact. Communicating to this group of people how you can help them with their needs, their wants or aspirations in a way that makes it difficult for them to ignore. And I can bring in another definition. Marketing is about establishing meaningful connections between you, you between you and your business on one side and the people you're called to serve or impact on the other side. So it's about establishing meaningful connections between you and your business on one side and the people you're called to serve or impact on the other side. So that is, it's about building that bridge. It's about building that bridge. So don't confuse marketing with branding. Branding is a completely... Um, um, uh, Total, totally different beast altogether. Um, and and uh, marketing is not branding. Branding is totally... So when you talk about branding, you're talking about logos, colors, etc. Um, um, and, uh, and a personal brand. But marketing is really that. Communicating, that establishing meaningful connections between you and your business on one side and the people you're called to serve or impact on the other side. So imagine you, you have something that um, people need. People need something. People want something. People aspire to something that you have. And you are on two different sides. So you are on one side. They are on the other side. Marketing is actually you building that bridge so that the exchange can eventually happen. So it's about you putting up that connection that goes through communication, meaningful communication. So in light of the definitions that I just gave you, if you are called to serve or impact others 
in any given capacity, whether you are a business person, so you have a business. It doesn't matter whether you are um, uh, um, you are like selling a cure for cancer or or a flavor of gum. Whether you have a business, a church, a charity, a nonprofit, whatever it is, if you are called to serve or impact others in any given capacity, it is your responsibility. And I would say it's your duty to do effective marketing or to get someone who will help you do that. Let me repeat. If you are called to serve or impact others in any given capacity, that's your calling. Whether you're a business, a charity, a nonprofit, an employee, because you have talents and you're called to serve or impact others with your talents, whatever you have. It is your responsibility and duty to be a good marketer or to get someone who will help you do marketing well. And that, my friend, is a paradigm shift right there in the sense where doing good marketing is a spiritual responsibility. It is not just secular. I repeat, doing good marketing is a spiritual responsibility. It is not just secular. If it's part of what you're called to do, if it's part of your mission, then it is a spiritual responsibility, a spiritual duty to do good marketing. It is spiritual. Why? Because serving serving and impacting people according to your calling is your mission. It's your God-given mission. And you don't have the choice but to engage in meaningful communications, meaningful connections, In other words, meaningful marketing or hire someone or get someone to help you do that because it's simply your mission. If you're called to do something and you're doing business, you're an employee, so um, using your talents in ministry, in church, in church, whatever it is, if you are functioning in your calling, it is your responsibility, your spiritual duty to have effective marketing. Let's take biblical examples. When God called Moses to to deliver Israel out of Egypt, out of slavery, he brought Aaron alongside Moses to speak because Moses said he didn't know how to. So he brought Aaron to Moses um, um, so that Aaron can be Moses' chief communicator because Moses said he wasn't good at that. So Aaron was doing meaningful communications and establishing meaningful connections between Moses representing God on one side and the other stakeholders, Pharaoh and the Hebrews. That's marketing. Before Jesus would start his ministry, guess who was preparing people with a message and engaging in meaningful communications that were difficult to ignore? Guess who was doing that marketing for Jesus? John the Baptist. 
He was marketing Jesus. He was marketing repentance to the Jews. When God wanted to bless his people, when God wanted to bless Israel one way or another, guess who he used for communication quite often? His prophets. And these prophets would establish the connection with God's people. These prophets would transmit the message in a way that could not be ignored. Now, people could either receive, welcome the message, and get what God had for them, the blessing that God had for them, or they could reject it and suffer the consequences, by, but they could not ignore the message. It was done in a way that everybody knew what was up. And again, it's God, in this case, wanting to bless his people, wanting to give, offer a solution to his people, to the entire world, a solution that the world could not get by themselves. So he sent prophets. And we can take many examples like that in the Bible. So if you are called, if what you're doing was inspired to you by God to impact people with your product, whatever it is, a flavor of gum, a cure for cancer, with your product, your service, your ministry, your message, your talents, etc. It means you have a mission from God, which means it is spiritual, which means you need to let people know in a way that will be difficult for them to ignore, which means you have to do marketing effectively or get someone to help you with that period. So stop viewing marketing as Trivial, secular, it is spiritual. And you and I would better take it that seriously if we realize we have a calling. Now, if you don't know your calling or you're not sure what um, God is calling you to do or uh, you are in business, maybe even a thriving one, but wondering if that's what you are meant to do, or maybe you just don't have, you're, not, you're just not living with this deep sense of meaning in your work, in your business, in your ministry, etc. Then you need to start there. Marketing is not really your concern right now. You need to start by clarifying with God what, you're, what you are called to do. And then after that, you get into marketing. So if you're not sure, you're confused, you're bored, you, you don't live with, with a deep sense of meaning, you're wondering what you're here on earth to do, you need to start with clarifying with God what you are called to do, what your mission is. If you don't know that, just stop wasting, wasting your life. Stop wasting time and start pursuing diligently His specific calling for you. Now, the, if you are in that situation, um, um, reach out to me. I have a workshop which can help you gain clarity in that aspect of things, in, in gain clarity in what your calling is, what your life's mission is. It, there's a cost to that workshop. Um, it, it, there's a cost to that. But, but I think you cannot put a price to getting out of the fog and finding clarity on your specific calling so you can actually do what God has put you on earth to do. Anyway, if you need help in that area, 
And also if you need help in, in, in some aspects of marketing, making sure you're doing the right thing, having a marketing plan, um, go to thrive1110.ca. Go to thrive1110.ca and send me a message from there or email me directly. That's bold at thrive1110.com. Bold at thrive1110.com. Back to marketing. So once you have clarity, once you know that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, once you know that your business, your product, your talents, etc., your ministry, your church, uh, represents your calling and you're actually doing what God has called you to do, and you have something to offer to people which God is calling you to do, you don't have the choice but to go about doing marketing and doing it well, doing it effectively. You know, people are bombarded with thousands of pieces of information each day, thousands of promotional info each day. means that if you want to go about doing um, effective marketing, communicating with people in a meaningful way, if you are to establish that kind of connection, you can't just blend in and do things the way hundreds of thousands of other people like you do. There has to be a way. If you do that, if you just blend in and just pick up what everybody else is doing and start doing it without a plan, without a strategy that is tailored to you and to your mission and to your calling and to who God has called you to do, what God has called your business to do, etc. Well, you're just being um, a noise like anybody else. And, and people are not hearing about your mission, which is critical, which is what you are called to do. So your mission is not getting accomplished. So if you do just what everybody is doing, picking up marketing tactics here and there, the people you're trying to serve and impact because it's your calling, because it's your God-given mandate to do so, they don't know what you have to offer. They don't know about you. Um, They don't know how their life can be positively impacted. They don't know that they don't have to suffer that way. They don't know that they don't need to eat that junk if, if you are offering healthy food. They don't know that the solution to their problem, the answer for their need, want, aspiration is right around the corner offered by you. Just because you are part of the noise. Because you are maybe intimidated by marketing, afraid of marketing, see marketing as something of the devil, see marketing as trivial, secular, uh, or just don't know how to how to go about it. It is spiritual, and you need to treat it as such and be a good steward. Nobody could ignore the message of John the Baptist. Nobody could ignore that message. Are people ignoring your message? Are you being heard? Are you establishing meaning communications? Meaningful communications and and meaningful connections. Are you building that bridge effectively with people in a way you can assess and measure? Nobody could ignore John the Baptist's message. Nobody could could ignore Jesus' message. Nobody could ignore Paul's message. They either accept it or reject it, but they could not ignore it. Jesus' marketing strategy was so efficient 
that more than 2,000 years later, you and I are still buying into it. We're still buying what Jesus has to offer more than 2,000 years later. That's how effective, that's how serious he took his marketing. We're running out of time for today, but in the next episodes, we're going to dive more into um, what um, an effective marketing strategy looks like. The things that you will see in an effective marketing strategy. But because we're running out of time today, I'm going to invite you to tune in next week to listen to the following episodes um, to make sure you get that. But if you get something out of today is that marketing is spiritual. It is not trivial. It is not secular because it's about establishing those meaningful connections, those bridges that will help you fulfill your God-given mission, your God-given call through your business, your ministry, the products, do the talents, etc. Keep that in mind. And if you are not good at it, find someone, hire someone, get someone who will help you do marketing. Yeah. This is Thrive 1110, and I'm Bold Carey, your host. See you next week. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.